재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Every Sunday, we start the show with Helen Cho's hot new releases. Helen is a freelance translator and interpreter. Hi, Helen. Hello. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. So September is here. September is here indeed. Mm-hmm. Are you happy now? I am. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you're giving yes. me this look like, when am I ever happy? When am I? <laughs> I'm always happy on Sundays. <laughs> yes. So since the last time we met, you went on. Uh, a short break, a belated summer holiday to London. I right? did, yes. So, did you bring us anything interesting to share? Yes, from, I've got some. Break? Yes, interesting story about this mm-hmm. guy that I met um, on the banks of River Thames on Ooh, the South Bank. Oh, a um, guy. Well, I should say a poet. Okay. He was actually hurrying himself out. Uh-huh. So, he was sitting there with a sign up that said, Poet for Hire. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I thought it was absolutely, um, you know, absolutely funny. Uh-huh. Well, I but, thought you met a guy guy when you said you met a guy. Yeah, on the River Thames. I saw a man (laughs) 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 who was working as a poet for hire. Yes. So tell us more about this poet for hire. Um, Well, he was actually just sitting there with his typewriter. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't go for it. But my friend actually paid him to have a poem written about um, like a friend of his. And then, yeah, it was really amazing. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. (laughs) And I was actually sitting there looking at him and I was actually reminded of this um, delightful little story that I'd read the other day about the world's first door-to-door poet named Rowan McCabe. Mm -hmm. He is um, apparently the second person in his family to go to university and the first to try and carve out a career in the arts. And he also works as a journalist. Mm. So how does door-to-door poet work? Is it like canvassing or missionary work? Does he write poems for you on the spot or is there more of a time delay? Uh, well, at this year's Glastonbury Festival, he actually went around carrying a yellow sign that said, Poet for You. Mm-hmm. Like number four, and letter you, U. Yes, <laughs> in, in a big capital, in capital letter. Um, uh-huh. And he asked passerby if they'd like to hear some verse. And like, you know, he has some people pick cards. Um, bearing like random words like curry or reggae and then mm-hmm. he launched into a poem on the chosen topic mm. so he wrote all sorts of poems um, like you know poem about birds or um, poem about love or parenting and so uh-huh. on and so forth so he prepared the cards, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so it wasn't like they, the, the strangers got to pick random words like, like aardvark here, oh. write a poem <laughs> I'm sure you get quite welcomed the idea. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think you'll have to be of a certain romantic persuasion to appreciate such a public display of poetry, though, because most people, when they're walking around London or or what have you, Glastonbury, mm-hmm. right? So when you're when you're walking around the street or or what have you, you don't really expect to be hit with with a little dose of poetry, right? Mm. It's actually quite difficult to think of something they would like to have a poem written about. Mm-hmm. As well, that's what it's I very found. Very true. Yeah. Right. 
Maybe I should put you on the spot and ask you, what would you like to have a poem written about? About deadlines, I think. <laughs> Today, that's the only thing on my mind these days. So, okay. just going back to our um, first daughter, Dorit poet, um, he's normally found on the streets of Newcastle upon Tyne. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's trying to write verse for whoever happens to answer the buzzer when he calls. Mm-hmm. So, basically, what he does is that he turns up on strangers' doorsteps uh-huh. and he asks like people. Like canvassing. Yes, he asks people what's on their minds. So, he interviews them, interviews them for any information they might mm-hmm. make it onto um, the page and then he mm-hmm. returns a week later with finished verse in his hand and, and mm-hmm. he p- tries to perform it live. Mm, it's kind of hard to believe that people will actually go for this sort of thing. Like, Can you imagine like you're at home translating, working on your project and somebody rings the doorbell? First of all, you probably wouldn't answer, right? Um, no, actually. Okay. <laughs> I might be listening to some really loud music as well. Okay, so even if poetry comes knocking on our door, we're probably going to reject it. Unless it's some poetry that needs translating. Uh (laughs) That's true. Let's listen to a clip from Rowan McCabe performing a one-person show called Northeast Rising. The Northeast. A big, empty wasteland with its boarded up businesses, rusty angels. A sick region, coughing up consumptive like the scallywag in some Victorian novel. Bless his cotton socks. He's dying, but he's still got a smile on his face, isn't he? Does he? No. That's ridiculous, isn't it? But why? Because of the region's famous nightlife. The fake tans and kebabs on the concrete and three trebles for a fiver four for four quid five or two doesn't matter here take the bottle drown your sorrows go on I dare you down it in one go on down it down it down it but you know what I think I might have missed something out something the Guardian didn't talk about something that reflects a substance inside, you know, the kind of thing that would make you proud to be alive. Yeah, you know what, maybe there is something. And I'm going to try and find it. That was really interesting pairing of um, poetry about the Northeast. I, and I assume this is, uh, he was referring to the Northeast of London? Or England, I'm not sure. Okay. Because Newcastle up in Tyne is up north. Mm-hmm. So uh, north, northeastern England. Maybe. And Chopin. Yeah. I, now I understand what it means by performing his poetry. Because uh-huh. it's actually quite performative, though he, he, the way he reads his right, writing. Right, right. It was pretty good. He did the voices and the accents mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. Um, so... This method has more of a time delay, right? So he doesn't write poems for you right on the spot when you answer the door and give him a keyword or or do an interview with him. Like he actually has to ask you about your life and you have Mm. to tell him things, personal things about yourself. And then he goes away for, did you say a week? A week or two and then he comes back with Uh finished poetry. And he performs it for you, sort of like that. Just like that, yes. Isn't that uh-huh. amazing? That is amazing, but does he get paid? He 
doesn't. Um, on his very first excursion as a door-to-door poet, he went around to um, the house of an older lady who was very suspicious, and she asked him what he was selling, <laughs> and then he was trying to. He, and then he tried to explain that his poems were free, but then uh-huh. she shut the door on him anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> Would you believe it if a guy came up to your door and said, "I want to write a poem"? about your life and it's free well i still feel kind of pressurized into giving him some money if okay. someone did that for me I think. okay all right so you can actually read um the stuff that he's written on his website door-to-door poetry it's www.doortodoorpoetry.com mm-hmm. so and in the future he wants to visit people in other cities across the uk and one day he plans to turn all his poems and stories into a show that he can perform in edinburgh and by that i'm assuming Ooh. that he means the edinburgh fringe festival uh-huh. Ooh. so if you are a listener who lives in the uk if a guy knocks on your door and says i want to write a poem about your your life do participate yes and it's free totally my cave yes <laughs> it's free so let's listen to a song and come back to our discussion the song is poetry in motion by johnny tlatson when i see my baby what do i see Poetry in motion. Welcome back to Hot New Releases on the Bookend. So let's now turn our attention to what's been going on in the domestic sphere in in here in Korea. There's there's one exciting thing that's yes, happening. Very, very exciting. A new map? Yes, a new map. Um, Seoul City is going to publish map of bookstores in the city. Ta-da. So the Seoul Metropolitan Library will publish a map showing the locations of some 470 bookstores in Seoul. I didn't know that there were so many. That is a lot. Yes, and around 20,000 copies of this map will be printed and distributed to local bookstores, second-hand bookstores and regional district offices. Do you get to take them or or is it for the bookstores only? Well, I... They'd be distributed. I mean, Uh there are 20,000 copies of them. Uh If you ask nicely, they'll give you a copy. Okay. (laughs) Yes. So, um, that's actually really a great idea, but if it's a map and and the the locations of the stores are on the maps, it's either going to be very tiny and hard to read or or it's going to be a gigantic map. It is actually quite large. The map is about um, 70, 87 centimeters wide and mm-hmm. 60 centimeters long. So mm-hmm. Practically a blanket. Yes. Can you imagine <laughs> just pulling one out on the street if you have to find a particular bookstore? When you're on a date, yes, you're like, we are going here. And then you open up this giant cape of a map. <laughs> you're like, we are going here. Yes, so on one page of this gigantic map, um, you can find 380 large and small bookstores Mm -hmm. and 90 second-hand bookstores. And Mm -hmm. on the other side, on the reverse side, the map has name and and address of each bookstore so you can actually look them up when you need them. Mm -hmm. So, And according to a library official, they decided to publish the map because not many people or not enough people know that there are this many bookstores in the city. Well, we certainly do. 
And this is really exciting. They're also planning a big store searching event. Ooh, that sounds like fun. I wonder how that's going to turn out. Mm. So you find a bookstore, you get a free book? That's a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) We should call them now. (laughs) Maybe, yes, yes, we should um, help them. So the map was actually pre-distributed during the Seoul Book Festival held um, by the library um, a few weeks ago on September the 2nd and through to the 4th and it will be officially distributed starting mid-September, so very, very soon. Mm -hmm. And after this, the library plans to create yet another map containing information on libraries located um, in soul so for those of you and also if seeing as we're talking about books um if you're interested in buying or exchanging used books secondhand books you can actually find information on secondhand bookstores on the library website and they did this comprehensive overall survey of bookstores in all 25 city districts in Seoul. Mm-hmm. I think this will be a very useful thing to have on a phone application when you're out and about and you urgently need to pop into a library or a bookstore. Can you True. think of it starts raining, you need to go to a bookstore. Yes, or maybe if you have like, I don't know, some time to spare waiting for a friend or mm-hmm. something. Like if your friend is an hour late for some reason, <laughs> you're like, oh, I'll just pop by the bookstore and or I'll just wait for you there. Ten minutes late, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> even. Yeah. Yeah. We'll post a link to that website Helen mentioned earlier, so do check it out if you're a bibliophile on a budget and need to access hmm. secondhand bookstores. And this project uh, was actually launched back in 2013 and it was called Finding Hidden Treasures in Secondhand Bookstores of Hontakbangiso Bomulchaki, which mm. sounds really amazing and mm. really appropriate too because it is like finding a hidden mm-hmm. treasure. Right, you right. Go, First like, editions mm-hmm. and out of print books. Yes. Right, right. Um, and sometimes you have like a real bargain mm-hmm. on books that you really, really want. Right. So you get information on used bookstores and basic information like the location, telephone number, opening hours, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And the service has been expanded now and it's now called Finding Neighborhood Bookstores or Tongne Chakbang Chakki. So the city government has been consistently updating information to increase accuracy and try they try to include more secondhand bookstores that have been initially omitted from the list. Mm-hmm. And it's all on their website. So please do, you know, go on their website and see what information they offer. Mm-hmm. Yes, this website will will also be posted on our website so do check it out and on that note that's it for today's hot new releases thank you Helen for coming in and we'll see you again next Sunday yes I'll see you next week bye coming up next is today's roundtable but first let's listen to Autumn Leaves sung by Ed Sheeran Another body to 